Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Jocelyn Bamford is the head of the Coalition of Concerned Manufacturers and Businesses of Ontario. Each day, their members receive offers to move to the United States. I spoke to her about that. Have a listen. If you have to introduce legislation to cover off four provinces that don't want anything to do with collecting your tax for you, and there's a fifth one ready to go, uh, the drop of the next writ in, in Alberta in May of next year, you got half the provinces in the country saying no thanks, and then you have to pass a law to collect the, the, the tax, force the government to collect the tax, and then you have to try to persuade people that you're going to provide them with, with a rebate that's going to be greater than their outlay. It's pretty shaky ground that you're on. It's, uh, it's, it's all about next October the 21st, federally. Joyce, Jocelyn Bamford is the uh, founder of the Coalition of Concerned Manufacturers and Businesses of Ontario. She's also the vice president of Automatic Coding Limited in, uh, in the Toronto area. We want to talk to Jocelyn because she's been on this program before. And... Uh, Jocelyn, thank you for coming back. What's the response from from your members of the coalition to this plan from the federal government? We're absolutely horrified because it doesn't take a rocket science to figure out who's going to pay for this. And who's going to pay for it isn't the large polluters, as they claim, because you just have to look at the cap-and-trade program in Ontario. And let's face it, the mastermind... Um, behind that is Gerald Butts, and he is now the, he was the former policy advisor to Kathleen Wynne and uh, McGinty before that, and now he's um, Trudeau's policy advisor. And during that cap and um, trade scheme in Ontario, it wasn't the large polluters that got, um, had to pay for it. They got credits. It was all of us. Um, 92% of small to medium-sized businesses in Canada that are 100, pe- percent, or 100 people and below. So the majority of, of businesses are small to medium-sized business in this country. We're the ones that paid because we didn't qualify to participate. We just got to pay through increased uh, fuel to run our plants and, and gasoline to have our, our products delivered. Um, they all got credits, and we're going to pay. And, and all of the... Um, rollbacks that we've seen provincially will just be added on federally. So we're no farther ahead. So we really need to fight this because it's just a tax. Manufacturing's been under stress for some period of time. And uh, and now we look at what's going on with the, with the carbon taxes. Uh, you're dealing with another jurisdiction just across the border, the United States, which has no carbon tax, will not have a carbon tax, regardless of who's elected. That's what they've decided. Uh, Hillary Clinton wasn't going to have a carbon tax in the United States had she won the election in 2016. So you're looking at that jurisdiction, which is attractive, and their economy's booming. So for financial, for investment, for other people to want to do business with a company, it may, if they're foreign businesses, they, the United States may look a lot more attractive to them or more secure and stable to them, at least economically, than, uh, than, than, than Canada. So looking at that reality, how, is, how does that alone, before we talk about the inducements that are being offered to members of your coalition to move to the United States, 
how is that reality of no carbon tax in the United States, carbon tax in Canada, no such incentive program necessary in the United States, trying to be sold to to voters in Canada by Mr. Trudeau? How's that affecting your members? Yeah, it's it's, it's um, very disheartening, and it's and here's one of the phenomena we're seeing. We're seeing companies that um, wanted to grow here. Um, in Ontario that have made decisions to, instead of expanding and growing here, they're starting to open up plants and having all their expansion in the United States. And originally they started to just dip their toe in the water, but now I'm hearing some of them talking about shifting production. So they were going to, they, they started off with a, a op, starting to open another plant and, and they were going to run dual plants, but now they're talking about maybe winding down their plants up here and growing their ones uh, in the United States. And, th- and what I'm hearing from our members are um, people that do run two plants or have multiple business, um, smaller plants in the United States, is business is booming down there. So I'll share with you one of our members. Um, he has 20% of his business in the United States that now represents 40% of the profit. And it didn't used to be that way. So, so we're really seeing things going great guns down there. And our federal government seems to be tone deaf. Our provincial government, thank goodness, is very in tune with small to medium-sized business and is doing things to assist us. But when the federal government is trying to undo the things that they're doing, it makes it very unstable for us. What sorts of inducements are offered by American states to Canadian businesses, manufacturing businesses that are in your coalition? Uh, what, what, what are they offering, uh, for example, to close down here, move to the, to the United States, guarantee them a certain number of jobs? What are they promising in return? So I'll, I'll describe it as one of my members described it. It's like being in a candy store. So I had one member being offered a, a building. We'll give you a building. We will, you have tax incentives. They have excellent um, relationships with their, with their colleges. And they will actually train, let you interview students before they go through the program, and they will train for the, they'll train the, the students in the exact job that they're going to be doing in your plant. So they've got really good relationships with their colleges, and that's something we, we really need to work on in Ontario because a lot of our, our skilled trades have been removed from, um, from the school system. So the TDSB has taken out skilled trades out of, um, out of schools and put them into one central school um, that, that, um, has, you know, uh, some kids don't want to go to that. They want to stay with their friends. They don't want to go to one separate school. So we really need to retrench um, trades, skilled trades in the schools. And, and the new provincial government is, is quite agreeable to kind of looking at some so, of those things. So, Jocelyn, how many, would, can you give me a, just a guesstimate of the percentage of members of your coalition who are at least listening to the offers that are flowing across the border from the United States to Canada to these Canadian companies to close down and move south because the Americans are not ignorant of the fact of what's going on here. No, and, and I have to say it would be 80% of, wow. of, of our members that get calls um, and even higher every month from jurisdictions talking about um, no, tax holidays, um, incentives for, for moving, um, location assistance financing which is somewhat difficult here um, it is amazing the offers that you get not to mention that electricity 
um, here because of the Green Energy Act. Um, we pay about 18 to 21 cents a kilowatt hour. In the United States, the going rate is between 4 to 6 cents a kilowatt hour. So people can move their businesses, and, and the electricity savings is astounding. They don't have to deal with carbon pricing. Um, they, they have a much more competitive... Um, uh, so I'm, I'm sorry, I have, a, I have about a minute. Uh, is this going to cost jobs? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the, the thing is, Roy, you're the only one talking about it. And we did a, a press conference um, uh, with um, some, some media last week where we talked about this cascading mm-hmm. um, effect. It's death by a thousand cuts. We gave them examples and they, they, it, was, it was something they chose not to report on. So, so God bless you for um, making people aware of the situation. Well, thank you, Jocelyn. I can't tell you how many times I hear, you're the only one talking about it. <laughs> you are the only one. <laughs> Thanks. All the best to you. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Jocelyn Bamfrey. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.